0: From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. What's the connection, and I put an accent on the word connection, between the golden calf and Purim? Das is not just the wisdom of unity, it's the wisdom of connection. In theory, everything in the world is connected. With Das, we can connect anything. Now we're going to talk about the connection between the golden calf and Purim, and it might seem in the beginning a little bit coincidental, but you'll see that it's really, really deep. So in order to give you a hint, a small joke, who was the first person in the history to be exceedingly happy about Adar. You know, it's a mitzvah gedol yop b'simcha tamit. When Adar comes, it's even more, you have to marbe simcha. Now we're in Adar Adarshini, we're in a process of going higher and higher levels of simcha. Who was the first person in history to be happy about Adar? Really happy. Haman! <laughs> Because when the lot fell in Adar, he was exceedingly happy, says the Gemara. Megillah 13b says, Haman samach simcha Gedoyla. Why was Haman happy? Because that was the month that Moshe passed away. The month that Moshe passes away is a bad omen for the Jewish people, and therefore the source of great happiness for Haman. That's the same as the golden calf. They didn't know where Moshe was. Moshe disappeared. And those words, they didn't know, is a hint to things that are beyond our perception. It's an aspect of makifim. Makifim are things that are beyond our perception. A person has to run after them, to try and catch them. Lahasig, to catch them and bring them down. We are attempting to try and bring down Das to the world. Because anybody that has Das, it's as if they built the base of Migdash. So what we're doing right now is trying to bring down the base of Migdash. Right now. That's the secret of Das. There are other things in the world that it says, and they didn't know. In the last chapter of the Torah, it says, and nobody knows where Moshe is buried. Even Moshe says the Gemara. So when Moshe passes away, the Jewish people freaked out. And they worshipped the golden calf. The same thing happened in Purim. After seven years of exile, it got very dark. We're not being redeemed. Rebush puts on this ball to celebrate the exile of the Jewish people forever. Their God's asleep. They're asleep from the mitzvahs. He invites everybody to the Suda, it's all kosher. Make a lechayim with the king. And he comes out in the clothes of the high priest and he brings the vessels of the base of Migdash. The whole backdrop of the whole entire Megillah, the screen behind the players is the base of Migdash. The temples destroyed and were lost and people gave up and they gave in. They were assimilated and it all was happening in the month that Moshe disappeared. Isn't this exactly the golden calf? The disappearance of the fearless leader, Moshe? Our first coincidence. But the Gemara goes on and it gets deeper. And it says that Haman Simcha was on the surface. He didn't know that on the same day that Moshe passed away, Moshe was born. Now the simple meaning is is that Moshe... On the day he passed away was exactly 120 years. Hashem fills the years of the righteous. But the deeper meaning is, number one, the loftiness, the power of Moshe after he passes away. The Gemara and Sotah says that the tzaddikim after they pass away are greater than they are when they were in the world. And therefore, Moshe's kever has this exalted level of being beyond the perception of human beings. The Gemara goes on and says, the same Tzadik, Rav Chama, Rav Hanina also says, what does it say? Achrei Hashem Elokeichem What does it mean that a person should walk after Hashem? Is it possible for a man to walk after the Divine Presence? Doesn't it say that Hashem is like fire? But rather a person should follow the attributes of the Holy One, blessed be He. Just like a Hu clothes the naked in the story of Adam and Eve, so too you should clothe the naked. Just like Gurdishbo who visits the sick by Abraham after the circumcision, so too you. Just like a Godishbohu who buries the dead by Moshe, so too you should bury the dead. A coincidence? Let's see. Or there's something very deep here. In the Ein Yaakov, it brings also on the same daf. The same tzaddik, Rav But Rav Chanina says, why was Moshe's burial place hidden from the eyes of every human being? It was known to Hashem that in the future there would be a base of would be destroyed, and the Jewish people would be exiled from their lands. Lest the Jewish people come to that burial place, and they will start to cry and plead in front of Moshe. And this is super important to explain to us. Number one, the importance of the burial place of the righteous and what a person is supposed to do when he comes to a burial place of a tzaddik because it's not so simple. Are we just coming to a holy place or is the tzaddik there? This continuation of the Gemara and Sota explains to us two important questions. Why it's important and what are you supposed to do when you get there? By Yom Ulo, and the Jewish people would say to Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu, amod B'adenu. These are straight from the Gemara. Moshe, stand up and pray for us. And Moshe would get up and nullify the decree. Why? Once again, we're going to see a connection to the Chet Ego. A deeper connection. The Gemara, not the Zohar, says it. The Zohar also says it. That the tzaddikim are dearer to the world and Hashem, greater in their passing than they are when they're alive. This, my friend, is the secret of the birth of Moshe. We're not talking about his first birthday. We're talking about when Moshe goes from being alive to being really alive. This is what Haman did not know. This is the great not knowing. The burial place of Moshe is the birthday of Moshe on a higher level. We know that when the Jewish people were in the desert and they served the golden calf and Hashem got angry with them and he said, leave me alone and I'll wipe them out. Says the Gemara, how many tzaddikim and chassidim were there in that generation? Moshe, Aaron, Yeshua, Eldad, and the 70s caning that's a lot of tzaddikim and the only person to nullify the decree was Moshe therefore Moshe is the door to redemption why in the world would you hide this from the Jewish people there's a lot of answers and the one that resonates with me the most is the Yismach Moshe he says like this he's quoting here the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that's talking about the 13 character traits of mercy. And when it talks about this tremendous gift that Moshe got after he defended the Jewish people who had worshipped the golden calf, and Moshe Rabbeinu stepped in the gap, he was the light, and he brought down the 13 character traits of mercy. It says that the Jewish people should ya'asu. They shouldn't pray the 13 meters. They should perform the 13 meters. You have to embody them. It's not enough just to rattle off these 13 words. But what about the first thing that Rav Chimah said? Ki soni Yisrael? Hashem hates God forbid the Jewish people so that he should make a trick and he should hide Moshe's kever in order that the decree shouldn't be nullified. The big answer is and I love these words, It looks bad. It looks like Hashem is doing a trick because he doesn't like the Jewish people. But really, the deeper, hidden intention of Hashem is for their benefit. The Jewish people have a higher way, a better way to rescind the decree of the destruction of the Beis Megiddo—that That is, by implementing the 13 character traits of mercy, which is really Moshe's gift to the world. It's really Das Moshe, the wisdom of unity, the wisdom of compassion, the wisdom of connection. That's what Moshe wants more than anything. He doesn't just want redemption. He wants the Jewish people to raise up their consciousness and be fit for redemption. And that would be the ultimate benefit for the Jewish people because ultimately Hashem wants to bring this world of cruelty and turn it into the world of mercy. And that can only happen when the Jewish people really get it. Yes, we have tricks, kibrit tzaddiki, doors to higher perception. And they actually elevate people. But don't forget, if you're not going to be merciful, the world can't reach its perfection because Hashem really wants the Jewish people to turn into human beings that mirror Hashem. Hashem should help us that we should expand our conscience, especially with the kag of Purim right now. All of these things are super expansive and it's all to open our minds to a higher reality, which is the Geul HaShleim Bim Hei Rabbi amenu. Amen Amen. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align podcast.